Hello, hello, everyone, and welcome to the Empowerment Podcast. My name is Jordan Payton, and I am your host. Today, I am here with someone that I think you guys might be familiar with after I read his bio, so here we go. Matthew helps six-figure earners build thriving and rewarding relationships with themselves, others, and life. As a balanced lifestyle coach and podcaster, Matthew has impacted hundreds of thousands of lives, showing people the truth that you really can have it all, an abundant, loving life. Matthew's podcast, Having It All, has downloaded over 1 million times, and the strategies in his programs and courses have transformed the lives of everyone from CEOs to working moms to college students to professional musicians to serial entrepreneurs to teachers and more. One of Matthew's goals is to transform 1 million lives by elevating their consciousness, by optimizing their lifestyle, upgrading their fitness in a sustainable and fun way. So... <laughs> wow, that was a mouthful, and I was—I'm glad I got that out. But um, I, I just want to say that elevating their consciousness—that is one thing that you have absolutely helps me with. So, what's awesome. your introduction? Hi, Matt. Yes. How are you? What's up, Jordan? Cool. I'm doing amazing, man. How are you? I am great. So today we're going to be talking about pornography, guys. And I know that that can be a loaded topic, and we're going to get right into it and talk about it. I got the idea to talk about pornography from kind of from Matthew. Um, he had a podcast episode with his wife, and they were talking about pornography and kind of their experience with it. And a lot of the things on his podcast just resonated with me. So I want to talk about that. You know, the first thing I want to say is this is an uncomfortable topic for a lot of people. And um, it certainly was uncomfortable for me for 10, 15 plus years. Uh, and as I'll probably share a little bit, um, I was very secretive, very, very secretive with uh, how attached I was to porn. And so I totally get it that if you just heard Jordan say we're going to talk about pornography, if that made you feel uncomfortable and anxious, uh, if it did make you feel any type of way, I totally, totally encourage you to keep, keep sticking with this conversation because um, that discomfort that you were feeling, that anxiety, is simply indication that this is an area for you to address. Exactly. It's telling, it's telling you there's something there to be addressed. So exactly, stick I like with the that. Conversation. Yeah, I like that a lot um, because even for myself, it's it's a it's a touchy area, and it took a lot for me to actually bring myself to even put content out there like that because I'm worried about okay, what other people are going to think of me um, talking yeah. about a topic like this. So great advice. Let's let's kind of get more into it. So I want to know what your personal experience with porn is. Um, maybe you can kind of tell me if you have any challenges here recently with porn, um, kind of how it started for you, and we can just kind of create a conversation about that. Yeah, I'll, I'll take it back to the beginning. Um, I was around 10, 11 years old when I first got introduced to porn. Um, I can't necessarily remember my very first introduction, but I do know that um, I had a TV in my room when I was young, and I had that one channel that was kind of scrambled, mm -hmm. except for like at midnight, because at midnight it would switch, and it was the, the softcore porn channel, mm -hmm. and I remember just watching and just being totally like captivated, because watching those images and watching what, what I was seeing on screen... I knew there was an element of it that I wasn't supposed to be doing that. And at the same time, it was exciting. So that's where it started. And, you know, because I had that, I had access, I had that, that TV in my room, I was able to see different things on HBO or different things on those scrambled channels. 
and it was all in secrecy. It was always in secrecy, and that's kind of where the that planted the seeds in me that you know there was something about this that was, and I'm gonna I'm gonna use these words intentionally, something that was wrong, something that was that was dirty, you know, that was subconsciously planted in me just because of the nature of how I was viewing these things. It was in my own room. It was dark. It was late at night and nobody else was around. And so mm -hmm. that started again around 10, 11 years old. Um, and then, you know, the, the internet, yeah. probably like 11 or 12 is when I started to use the internet more and more. And, um, I'm 32. So I was, I was 10 years old in 1996. Okay. Uh, that kind of gives an idea of where the internet was at that time. But, uh, yeah, I, I started to, I realized, oh my gosh, I can use the internet to find this stuff too. Right. Um, again, in secrecy, always, always in secrecy. And uh, I didn't tell anybody about what I was doing, um, but I started just looking at videos and, you know, the internet gives you access to everything. Mm -hmm. so by an early age, I had seen just about everything that was on there, you know what I mean? And, yeah. and um, I just, it was something that I remember like thinking about, okay, I'm at school and when I get home, I'm, I'm excited for tonight because I'm going to watch porn. Yes. Oh my you know? goodness. So, okay. So that resonates with me because first of all, I want to talk about how porn, I find that a commonality with porn usage is that it happens at such a young age. And so this is not just something that adults are dealing with. This is something that children are dealing with and very young children. Mm -hmm. Because for me, I started watching porn probably 12, 13 years old. I might have seen it, you know, a few times before then, but like really getting into it, I started at about 12 and 13 years old. Mm -hmm. And so for me, um, when you said like, you looked forward to it after you, you know, left school, that's kind of something that I experienced too. And yeah. so I think it's just important that we talk about it because it's not just like happening to us as adults, it's happening to us as children. And, you know, I feel like it's weird that, you know, you live in a household and you have your parents, but nobody's talking about it and you're a child at such a young age doing such adult things. So, Absolutely. Absolutely, yeah. man. And like, I remember my parents got divorced when I was 10 and, um, you know, my dad had his own place. And so when I got to be about 14 or 15, I remember, you know, I would go to my dad's house on the weekends and, um, or maybe I was 16 cause I was driving. And mm. I remember looking forward to getting to my dad's place because on his computer I had Napster mm. and Napster was where I could download stuff. And I knew my dad wasn't going to be home for several hours. So I had all these hours to myself. To, to download whatever I wanted to, and that's what I did. And so I, I right. absolutely remember planning it out in advance. Right, and, uh, and when you say planning, I think that is a good segue to kind of talk about manipulation and isolation. Mm -hmm. Because when I kind of looked at myself when I was using porn, um, there was kind of like a lot of manipulation going on that I didn't even know that I was doing. Like knowing the times when people wouldn't be home so that I would be able to do what I wanted to do yeah. or, you know, kind of making sure that I didn't do certain things with my family at certain times because I knew that I was going to be watching porn or, you know, like, okay, for instance, all the family might be over and they're all in the backyard, but I'm upstairs by myself, like watching porn or something. Yeah. And so I think it's a combination of isolation and manipulation that you start to 
kind of find pat yourself in. So do you like, does that resonate with you or? Oh, absolutely. I mean, uh, <clears throat> I, I think one of the biggest things for me was that I knew there was something about it that I shouldn't be doing. Mm-hmm. Um, at least that was the vibe that I got. Like that was, those were the signals I was receiving. So right. I absolutely was, was hiding it and planning my day or planning an outing around it. Yeah. Um, and then I remember one time where, and this was back before I knew about clearing history oh. or, you know <laughs> and so there was one time when my sister she saw that on, my, on the computer at my dad's place and to the entire house she screamed out Matthew's watching porn and she read off the titles of the oh. videos that I had been downloading and she shouted them throughout the whole house and I just remember Damn. feeling such a mixture of emotion of like horrifying embarrassment and and raging anger towards her and then very angry at myself that I I didn't delete it you know what I mean and mm-hmm. I just denied it I was like no it's not me it's anything and it was never addressed like yeah. my dad never said anything yeah. it never got brought up again by my sister it was just it was just it just kind of got swept under a rug and right. that probably signaled something more to me that it was something to be swept under the rug and mm-hmm. um, but I remember that I totally remember that and and you know that absolutely shaped how I then proceeded afterwards because I was even more secretive. Now mm-hmm. I'm like, oh okay, now I know I got to delete everything. And then paranoia sits in, like, oh my gosh, mm-hmm. did I leave a video downloading or did I forget to delete the history? Right. You know, all, all sorts of like an, an additional mixed bag of emotions um, were thrown in the mix. That you kind of never get to get out of, too. So it's kind of like when you're watching pornography, not only are you, you know, it's like a mixed emotion. You're feeling all these pleasures, but you're also feeling all of this anxiety of hiding yourself from other people and not wanting other people to know what you're doing and planning your day so that other people don't know what you're doing and making sure you delete your history so your parents don't see. So it's it's like a double-edged sword. You get pleasure, but then you also get a lot of anxiety and stuff that can come along with it. So I really like. Yeah. And the anxiety was big for me. I started to develop a lot of shame, a lot of guilt Mm. around it to where right after I'd orgasm, I would feel incredibly guilty. Mm. And I would feel angry with myself that I did it again. Like, why did you have to watch porn again? And it, it, it continued through college. I had a, I lived in the dorms and I had a single room. I didn't have a roommate. So I was just by myself. And so mm-hmm. it allowed me to just continue to go deeper into the porn habit. And mm-hmm. then in college, I developed a big weed habit as well. So with porn and weed, and I was the only one of my friends that was smoking. So my friends would go out and drink or they'd go do something. And I would stay home and smoke weed and watch porn. Right. And that just became part of what I did. And so it's kind of like, again, an isolation thing. You're, oh, yeah. you're missing out on big moments in your life when you could be developing those relationships and, you know, socializing, but you're kind of off by yourself, isolated. So. Yeah. And, and what happened with porn for me was that I started to believe that what I was seeing in those videos is how relationships were, especially sexual relationships. So I started to think that that's how men were supposed to behave and that's how women were supposed to behave. So I would do the things I saw in porn with my girlfriends or with my partners and you know, therefore I was basically being an asshole while I was with somebody because Mm -hmm. I I wasn't treating them with love and respect. I was, you know, believing that what I was seeing was the way that it needed to be. And because I wasn't that way, like either I wasn't that large or I didn't have that stamina or the the woman I was with didn't respond the way that they did in the videos. 
then I started to believe there was something wrong with me. And so it just created this, this huge spiral for me that it totally impacted my, my confidence and self-esteem to even go out into those social settings and meet people in the first place. Because I'm like, I'm not like the dudes that this woman clearly obviously wants to be with. So why would I go out to the party where I could meet her? Because it's not like I'm, she's going to want, want to be with me. Or even if she did want to be with me, I'm not going to be able to satisfy her anyway. And that was the shit that just was running through my mind as, yeah. as I was going through this. So then I would go back to the thing that gave me even a little bit of comfort, which was the porn. And right. so it was this, it was this loop, this, 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 this loop that where I was craving it because I got, like you said, some physical, you know, satisfaction from it. But mm-hmm. at the same time, it was feeding my, my, my anxiety and my, you know, my, my low self-esteem and it was feeding all of these stories that were unhealthy, disempowering yeah. stories about myself. So it yeah. really became um, kind of uh, this, this, this whirlpool that was just pulling me in. Exactly. Because, and I can even relate to that myself because with my porn usage, like whenever I would use it, exactly like you said, I would feel very guilty afterward. Mm-hmm. And for me, I'm a, I like, I don't know why, but I, I punish myself. And it's like, I know the end result that I'm not going to be happy after I use it, but I'll do it anyway and then yeah. expect a different outcome. But that's it's never sad. really how it turns out. I'm always like, okay, I know that in the end, like after I'm done using this, after I'm done masturbating, I'm going to feel like shit, but I'm going to do it anyway. And let's just see if I don't feel like shit and then I'll do it. And then I feel like shit. And I'm like, okay, I knew that that was going to happen. So why did I even, Yeah. why did I do it in the first place? So that that's a whole nother story. And Matthew, I feel like we're going to be great friends and you might be back or something (laughs) (laughs) and we can talk about this even more but i want to talk about transparency because you were with your wife her name is sarah right correct okay so you and sarah on your podcast you were you two were very transparent and i want to know like what does transparency mean to you and how has that helped you like come to terms with your porn usage by letting others know and helping others and providing advice and telling people what your story is, like, how does that transparency help you? And what does that mean to you? So transparency for, for me means that if there's something that I'm, I'm actively withholding, that I recognize that I'm withholding something and I share it. Okay. So a withhold for me is like, if there's something that comes up that my mind, I'm like, I should say this, or I should do this. If I then mute it and push it back down, that's a withhold. And that's me not being transparent. So over the years, I've learned how to recognize when something is coming up that's just my, my higher self wanting to express, and I mm. mute it and I push it down. And that's what I work on uh, letting out and, and actually expressing, and that's where transparency is for me. And so with, with Sarah, you know, her and I very much um, came into our relationship in a, in a time when we were both working on ourselves a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I had been in a relationship that ended and I went, I went into very much like self-work mode, really looking at myself. And porn was one of the big things. My secrecy around porn and in that relationship that ended, one of the things that I would do in the relationship is I would use porn to get back at her. If mm. she did or said something that I didn't like, in my mind I was like, I'm gonna watch porn tonight and I'm gonna get back at you. Right. And 
I wasn't telling her I was doing it, but I was using it as sort of like this weapon. So after the relationship ended, I started to look at myself and be like, oh my gosh, what am I doing? And I started to work on some of those things. So when I, when I connected with Sarah, you know, her and I were, were both in our individual journeys of, of really working on doing some deep healing and some deep growth. And so the porn conversation started to happen slowly over time because when we first got together, I, I was still watching porn in an unhealthy way. And, mm. I, and I say that because I believe you can view porn in a healthy way. Oh, right? I, when I heard that too, I, I like that. So continue. Yeah, yeah. And we, and we can put a bookmark on that and come back to it. But um, okay. I honestly, man, the podcast for me was one of the most healing ways I've been able to deal with my porn because mm. that's where I really started to express it. Right. I, get, I got comfortable talking about it openly on the podcast. Um, because I wasn't comfortable talking about it with other people or I wasn't as comfortable as I wanted to be. Prior right. to launching the show, I had been more transparent and I had been more, you know, just open with, with what I had experienced in the past. I was much more active in my healing and really changing my perspective around porn and looking at it in a different way. And if I did choose to watch porn, because it was a choice, it's always a choice. Right. If I did choose it was going to be videos that were more empowering and more healthy. And so that was happening in the background. And then with the podcast, I realized I had this platform to talk about something that I know I was withholding and therefore I knew other people were withholding too. So the yeah. podcast is where I really started to, to uh, practice my transparency in a deeper way. And as you've, you've heard, I've shared in a lot of instances on that show, yeah. my relationship to porn. And I mean, that's why you and I are having this conversation right now. So right. transparency really is just being open and honest and willing to share with, exactly. with the, the person that you feel inspired to share with. Exactly. Because when you, like, when you allowed yourself to talk about pornography, that allowed me to talk about pornography, yeah. you know, and it just, it, it creates this openness where all of a sudden, it's not like not okay to talk about it. It's actually that we need to talk about this and that this is actually very important. Absolutely. And one thing that you said is that it's about changing your perspective. And like, I'm just so blessed to have you on my podcast because you have helped me change my perspective on it just from like one episode because all okay. of a sudden I went from going to thinking that what I was doing was wrong into going into thinking that, okay, maybe if I choose to use porn because it is a choice that I need to be more responsible with the porn that I'm viewing and kind of coming into my own philosophy of use it until it's no longer useful and like useful. So like whenever, if I find myself watching porn, which I don't, too often anymore, but I still do here and there. I always tell myself, Jordan, you know what? Use it until it's no longer useful. So if I feel like I don't need it anymore and I feel like, okay, I've, I've elevated to this next place and I don't want to use it anymore, then I'll just be like, okay, it's no longer useful. So I can just toss it and continue to move on with my life. But if I feel like it's like I need it, then I'm you know, I'm going to try to, I'm going to use it, but I'm also going to try to make sure now that it's more responsible and that I'm more empathetic towards the people in the video. Because, um, like I kind of put in my notes, it was like, where is it at? Let me see. Okay. Violence, abuse, and taboo images. 
And yeah. when you talked about having empathy for other people, it's like, I wouldn't want that to happen to me. Like, if I was having sex, I would not want someone to be, like, punching me or, like, doing all these degrading things that you can see in porn. So it's just kind of bringing in that empathy. So, yeah, that was kind of a tangent, but... Yeah, no, no, I think it's, a, it's a, an important tangent because, you know, porn is very broad. Like, right. pornography is very, very broad. And, you know, one of the principles that I use in my life is everything is energy, right? It's neither mm. good nor bad. It's not right or wrong. It's simply energy when, it, when you boil everything down. So I can, you can look at porn and, or you, you can, you can um, think about porn as, is this raising your energy or lowering your energy? Mm. Now... There's definitely porn videos out there that, that are, you know, when you view them or just the energy around them, the consciousness around them, it, it lowers your energy. It, it pulls you down. And those are the ones that yeah. you, you mentioned, right? The ones that might be more degrading or what, any, anything like that. And you kind of feel it in your body, right? Yeah. Like I don't have to define, you know, and, and, and try to put that label on them, but you feel it in your body. Mm-hmm. And there's absolutely pornography out there that is coming from a place of love where you can see two people who are genuinely connecting and where there's mutual respect and, you know, where there are are all those things. And that was a big shift for me, right? Because, you know, I had watched those videos that weren't coming out of a place of love and respect. And, you know, and I was, I was seeing all these different things that were coding within me, like they were imprinting in me. And it wasn't until I realized that everything was energy and that the energy of the videos that I was watching were shaping me, the energy was influencing me, that I started to, like you've said, become more responsible with the energy that I was surrounding myself with, mm-hmm. that, that, or that I was, you know, that I was watching. Because there's absolutely pornography out there that has more empowering energy to it. And so when I started to look at it that way, then I realized that I have a choice, right? Like I have a choice to choose the type of video and type of energy that I, that I um, invite into my life. Mm-hmm. And the second really big thing for me was was becoming aware of the feelings that I was ha- that I was having after watching porn. So for mm. me, it was right after orgasm, right after I came. That's when I felt shame and judgment yeah. and anger, and that right there is an indication that my 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 relationship to porn was an unhealthy one, right? Because I could experience the shame and judgment and anger even if I was watching a healthy video, even if I was watching a video of two people who were genuinely there to love and connect with each other, I would still feel shame and guilt and judgment because of my relationship to the porn. So Mm -hmm. it wasn't until I really worked on my relationship to porn that I was able to then choose to watch a video and not feel shame and anger and guilt and all of that stuff after the fact. And that was the big shift for me because until then, didn't really matter what I was watching. I was still feeling that shame and that guilt. But as I started to work on it and ask myself, where is this shame coming from? Why am I feeling guilty? And one of the big reasons I was feeling shame and guilt was because it was, I was in my secrecy. I wasn't telling anybody. And so as I started to open up and have conversations, particularly conversations with people who had a, a, an elevated consciousness and a healthy relationship to porn, when I started having conversations with people like that, that changed my relationship, or at least helped me to change my relationship to pornography. To where today, I have a whole completely different relationship to pornography, much healthier than I had in the past. And if I do choose to watch a video, I choose it. And I enjoy the video, and I move the sexual energy the way that I want to move it, and I'm complete, and I feel totally 
at peace sharing that with Sarah and talking to her about it or, or not mm -hmm. choosing to share it with her and being fine with that as well because I've really been intentional over the years on working on addressing those feelings of guilt and deep shame mm -hmm. and, and deep personal judgment that I had towards myself because that right there is where the damage is done. Mm -hmm. It's more done in your relationship to the porn than in what it is you're watching, right. 100%. And that was my belief, and that's been how I have approached my own healing journey with pornography. Mm. And I, mm, let's just give it some silence. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like that took some time. Absolutely. It took some time. And I think that in our experience, especially in my experience, because I kind of went through a time when I was like, okay, I'm done watching porn. I'm never going to watch it again. And a feeling like, okay, after six months, like all this like shame and like kind of low vibrational thoughts that I'm having towards myself in connection to porn or whatever, like those should be gone. Okay, it's six months and they're not gone. Okay, not at like, all. it should be gone in a year. Like it takes time. And I'm only 19 years old. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not that old. So I'm glad that I like have started this journey early, but it just takes time. And like, I'm not too grown yet. So like, I still have a long way to go. But I just think that, like I said, it just takes, a, it, it's going to take some time. Because if you think about it, if you started at 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, and now you're like 20 years old, that's like 10 years. And so 10 years worth of doing the same thing every day does not amount to healing in like a weekend because you stop watching porn. So I just think like having these conversations and continuing to have these conversations just really brings in the healing, but it's just going to take time because our perspectives are always changing and how we Absolutely. view ourselves. So. Yeah. And that healing, you know, in my opinion is really healing what it is that you're looking to get from porn. Mm -hmm. What's, what story is porn reinforcing? What story about yourself are you creating? And then is, is the pornography reinforcing because right that my story was mm -hmm. a very unhealthy one. And that influenced my relationship mm -hmm. to the porn itself, right? I had a very unhealthy story about masculinity, mm -hmm. about the roles of men and women, about you know my own feelings about men and women, about so many different things. And it was because you know I, I, I took in these things that I was seeing and I had zero or very low maturity around it, right? Mm -hmm. Like I had very little maturity around it and I was not having healthy sexual conversations with anyone anyone yes anyone so i was left up to figure this out on my own and, exactly you know exactly. like i did the best that i could with what i with with with, with what i had but exactly. you know that healing right so there's this quote that uh, from einstein it talks about solve you know you can't solve a problem at the same level of thinking that created it mm. so the level of consciousness or level of awareness or the level of relationship that you have right now to porn, if you want to heal yourself and those, those, those conversations, those stories you have about yourself, mm -hmm. it's not going to happen at the same level of consciousness that created it. You've got to elevate. You've got to go to a higher level of consciousness. Right. And one way you do that is you get around people who are already at that elevated level of consciousness and you start having conversations with them because they can offer perspective and stories right. and conversation that is beyond where you're, you're, you're capable to. You're just not at that level right now. Exactly. You know what I mean? It's like, 
it's like if somebody is uh, uh, you know a, a white belt in karate and they want to get to a black belt, right? You're not going to be able to do that by hanging around other white belts. Exactly. You're going to have to you be gotta, around them. You got to go be around to, black yeah. belts, and you got to learn what they've learned, and you have to understand and see things through their eyes. And so that was how my healing happened for me. It wasn't simply a desire. It wasn't just like I want to heal and then boom. Because you're right, it doesn't happen overnight. But it took me getting around other men and other mm -hmm. women who had an elevated consciousness around porn, who had mm -hmm. a higher maturity around sex in general. Mm -hmm. Because w the way that, that we are with porn is indicative of our overall level of maturity with sex. Mm -hmm. And so if you want to get to that healing, like right now, if you're watching this and you're connecting with Jordan and I because you too are challenged with porn and you want to do something about it, you need to be having conversations with people who have that higher level of maturity, that elevated mm -hmm. consciousness around sex, around porn, around intimacy, because that's how you're going to be able to, to understand your own perspective and your own story and begin to work through that healing process. It's not going to happen alone. And like you said, it doesn't happen simply by cutting out porn cold turkey for six months. Exactly. <laughs> I doesn't. tried that too. I tried that too, man. I'm like, all right, I'm done. I'm done. And then, and then I would say... All right, let me just try it again just to see if I've like if I'm if I'm changed. And of course nothing changes. Exactly. Oh my goodness. And I think that that is what that's what drew me to you. Honestly, like I love you so much. Like you don't understand. You really have helped me so much in so many ways and Awesome. I just hope that you get the message and you get the vibe that I am your number one fan. And I think I influenced your listener love because one day I swear to God, like I had left um, something titled like listener love. And then I feel like from that point on, you started calling like all the fans like um, messages like listener love listener or all love. the reviews. So, hey, like Came I have you, influenced man. the podcast. <laughs> like I'm in there, like have me on the show. <laughs> That's but awesome. okay, so I just want to get like a message from you to the future generation because I feel like maybe aren't we both millennials? Like we're like yeah, okay, so we're both millennials, but I'm like way younger than you, and so <laughs> and so I just want to get your your message to the to the younger generation for all the like younger listeners that might come across this content. Like, what do you want to say to them? Like, to help them maybe make a better decision or really just think about what they're doing before they get into it? Like, what would your message be? I would say that everything is energy. Everything is energy. And so the energy of the people that you hang around, the environments that you, you place yourself in, and the things that you watch, mm -hmm. that energy is influencing you. And your body is going to tell you whether that energy is a healing energy or not. And so if you're watching porn and you're feeling guilt or you're feeling shame or you're feeling anxiety, that's your body telling you that that's not some healing energy, right? And so if that's how you're feeling right now and you don't want to feel it, then the way to shift that is by really examining your relationship to that thing that you're viewing and beginning that, that healing process, that rescripting process. Because like Jordan has said a number of times, you know, if you've started watching porn at about 10 years old, 12 mm -hmm. years old, and you know, you have years of that scripting and that coding, yeah. it takes time 
for you to undo that scripting and for you to change it. Mm -hmm. And so I really, I really recommend just tuning into your body because you already know that feeling shame and judgment or anything like that, that's not a healthy way of being, right? Like there's, and you don't have to feel that way. And you can develop a relationship to porn that is more healthy, that is more empowering. But it, it really begins with recognizing that that secrecy and hiding out and all of those things, those, that's not healing energy. It's not lifting you up. And, you know, being in that, that, that space is, is changing your, the way that you view relationships and sex. And it's influencing how you show up in life. And so if you're wanting to, to, to make that change, one of the first things is to become aware of the impact of the energy that you're surrounding yourself with. And then from there, once you're aware of that, of that impact and you decide to do something about it, now you can go and seek out some individuals who can have those healthy conversations, who can give you that healthy perspective. But it really right. begins with that awareness. Right. I'm so happy and I'm so grateful that you have taken the time out of your busy schedule because I know it is busy to talk with me. This was amazing. My podcast is like in its infancy. And so to have a guest like you on is just, it's, it's great. And I'm just so grateful that you are on the podcast. And thank you so much. Jordan, thank you. Thank you. I have to say that you have such courage and guts to have conversations like this because they are not being had at the frequency that they need to be. Yes. And, you know, I think about where I was around your age, right? Like 19 years old. I was nowhere near where you are with my relationship to porn. I was very, very much in my secrecy, very Mm -hmm. much full of shame. And so what you're doing right now is you are opening up this conversation for so many people and you're giving people permission to talk about it. And it is, it is incredibly amazing. And you are transforming lives. Like you are changing lives. So I, I am very grateful that you would have me on your show so that we Thank could have this you. conversation because you have a lot of influence over people. People are watching you, they're listening to you, and they are going to now look at themselves and look at their relationship to pornography and sex and intimacy in a different way because of who you are being. And so, Jordan, thank you, man, for just for just taking this in a whole new direction and bringing some healing onto the world. So I'm grateful for you. Thank you, Jordan. Oh, my goodness. And on that note, we will end it there, guys. Thanks for listening to the Empowerment Podcast, and I will see you guys next week.